I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm Mr. Movies, Ben, or should I say Mr. Boxset, because I am now the proud owner of an original Neon Genesis Evangelion perfect DVD collection with the original ADV dub. Wow. What the this fuck is-, is this reveal? <laughs> It's purely visual. Everyone listening to this can can go fuck off for a second. Yeah. Respectfully. But yeah, I found this on eBay for like $50 and I'd always wanted to check out the ADV dub. So I figured, you know, I still believe in physical media. I don't think it's dead. So I kept seeing this and I was like, fuck it, you know, let, let, let's yeah. pick it up. So I'm assuming, Smith, that when that this, this is kind of what you watch these on. That is the exact the thing we watched it on at college. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Maybe yeah, it's I the found same it on- box. What if the guy you watched with <laughs> sold it on eBay? Oh, no. Patrick sold his? <laughs> Let me check for any engravings. <laughs> Does it say shithead yeah. on there somewhere? <laughs> Not that I can see. And I will, I'll go ahead and date this episode real quick. Because, Ben, I'm glad you brought up physical media. Because as of yesterday, I, being the best person in the world, canceled all of my streaming services in solidarity with the Writers and Actors um, Guilds of America to... Uh, fuck over the streaming services and i'm back to physical media i got a stack of blu-rays and a battlestar galactica box set that's gonna tide me over and i'm i'm excited i want to get evangelion on blu-ray as well oh you mean the uh the 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 oh yeah the one you sent us uh yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago yeah yeah, yeah 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 so did i i, I bought it. that one too i gotta get that i want the deluxe blu-ray edition it's 175 dollars but it includes like more bonus features but also the netflix dub along with the classic adv dub for everything even the movies i did not know this yeah uh it's not available on amazon you got to go through shout factory or something i was doing some research the other day it's 175 dollars so i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna hold off on that a little bit but i did i did get that uh blu-ray set as well nice yeah as a side note just before we get into the th- this episode proper uh fuck hollywood and all the shit they're doing right now because i was saying they're like deleting movies that were released like a month ago for not doing well enough on streaming services and it's like imagine if the thing had been deleted forever because it didn't perform well or blade runner was deleted and we just lost you though there will never be another cult hit ever no. It's, not, it's not a thing anymore. They deleted no. the show Willow off of Disney Plus, which just came out this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is crazy. Paramount Plus deleted uh, their Grease prequel, Rise of the Pink Ladies, like three months after it came out. Yes. And you know what? I would make a joke, you know, deserved, but you know what? Nothing actually deserves that. Leave no. it up. Yeah, it you fucking funded it. 
You keep it on there. You wear it on your chest. Okay? Yeah. I don't care. And you pay people. Okay? You don't scan their faces and pay them for one day of work and tell them to fuck off. Mm-hmm. I hey. have a submarine ride I want to sell you. <laughs> Even before this, I've always said that it would be great if one day I just woke up to David Zaslav's uh, head on a silver platter on my front porch. I think that would be great. I'm not saying I want to do it. I just yeah. think it would be cool if some someone did that. If you some know. enterprising listener to this podcast from Argentina did this. Yeah, yeah, right of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm not con- paid, I think he's the highest paid executive, isn't he, in Hollywood? He is, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, not even Bob Iger. Bob Iger's like fourth under under the ring. But also, I was a Bob Iger guy for a little bit, but I'm like, no, fuck him too. Yeah, he fuck sucks. Fuck that guy. Yeah. The only the only CEO I support in Hollywood is I mean probably to be real here the guy Sam Reich the Sam guy with college yep. humor yeah because they're shutting everything down and they don't have to yeah mm-hmm. and he personally yeah. matched a ten thousand dollar donation to the to the strikers so yep. mm-hmm. good on them um, yeah but yeah also while we're still on this I actually have a friend who uh, lives near me who actually is like a SAG member oh wow and I ran I ran in her today uh, uh, well I ran into her today. Uh, I was in a play with her like a few years ago. Remember when I was in Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. Seth, at the place that I'm not going to name to not give that away? Sure. Uh, like, but we still kept in touch, and I ran into her today, and she was talking to me about just everything that's going on with that. And, you know, just they're just sitting around waiting for further instructions and just talking about feeling frustrated, but, you know, this is what, it's what you got to do. Yeah. Fuck them. I, I, yeah, for sure. Fuck, fuck all these assholes. Pay your fucking people. The AI can't do it. I'm sorry. The AI cannot do the job that people yeah, do. Yeah, and guess what? And this is my whole stance on AI. Even if AI can replace every human worker, I don't care and I don't want it to. Mm. I don't care if you can get it to do the most complicated and most simple jobs in the world. I'd rather it be done by people. So, mm. fuck it. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway. And that's an easy segue into a simple yeah. movie called Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.33 You Can in parentheses not redo. Thankfully, there is not a strike on Japanese movie studios, especially Japanese animated films that were created and released 10 years ago. Yeah. So we're still, was, we're in the clear. We're in the clear here. I think we're good on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree on that. We, we're probably good. Um, so yeah, this movie is wild as fuck. <laughs> this movie is 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 crazy i did not expect this because i'm mm. like i've always known that the looming threat of the evangelion world is that the last movie is this two and a half hour fucking just cr- from what i've heard a just crazy movie with that kind of ties everything up as best as it can so i'm like so what is this because the second movie ends with the world is about to end and then it kind of doesn't so I'm like, so what do you do in the third movie? I did not expect this. This is not my, my expectation. I want to let you two talk about this, because this is your, y'all's first time seeing this shit. So, <laughs> just to, to start off, they do an interesting thing in, that you don't see often in animation, where they kind of do like a found footage in, mm-hmm. intro. It, it looks very shaky cam, like this is being recorded off of, off of some, some device, um, instead of just being you know animated. Mm-hmm. And they even do some yeah. drone photography, basically. They kind of do, like, they, they circle around this sarcophagus that Shinji is inside of. 
um, at the beginning. It's very, very, very jarring intro to a, an anime that has generally been made one way, you know, a, a standard way for a long time. So it was, it was, I think it was intentional to go ahead and let you know this movie is going to be a little different. Just so you know. Yeah, and not only that, it's in a new aspect aspect ratio. That is true. Woo! I th- I, I'm trying. I'm trying to look up exactly what it is, but I think it's like the standard like widescreen film uh, aspect ratio now. I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'm doing some research right now. I mean, so much time passed. I think it's the literal standard changed for this kind of movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like. The second one came out in, like, 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. This one came out in 2012. So there's a good three-year gap there. I'm sure that making gaps between movies won't become a trend for this uh, this series. Of course not. Um, but yeah, and then... So basically, we're just throwing it into the middle of a, a battle in space, which we don't... Normally when we see space in Evangelion, it means that something catastrophic has happened and we are on the fringes of it whereas here we're in the middle of a fight asuka has a freaking eye patch yeah which is cool mm-hmm. i mean what's what's cooler than eye patch did y'all notice by the way the things they're fighting in space what color they were man there's a lot going on i i don't even remember <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you <laughs> well the actual disc creatures that they were fighting were purple and green oh ah. okay yeah. So Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like what uh, in my notes here when this started, I literally wrote in all caps exclamation mark question mark. We're in space? There we go. And I don't know why I was so <laughs> shocked to see that we ended up in space when we've been in space before. I don't know why. Yeah. And the am I wrong or were those enemies like were they like singing? Were they like making no, the- that was Mari. Oh, it was, Mari yeah, was it was Mari singing the whole time, which was obviously something that, yeah. that Mari would do. And Mari's here, which is awesome. Cause Yay! Mari's the well, best. I just love how they, they kind of trick you a little bit, because you see Asuka's Unit 02, and you hear Mari singing, and you think, oh, Mari's back in Unit 02. And no, it's Asuka, and Mari's also in her other Ava, yeah. doing mm-hmm. her own shit. Um, also... Real quick, the this is where Amazon X-Ray kind of failed for me. Because Amazon X-Ray, if you guys don't know, is like one of the craziest technologies where when you pause something, it'll, since they own IMDb, they can tell you who the actors are. But they also can, they have a, some technology that lets you know which actors are specifically in that scene. I still don't know how it works. Um, but they, in the X-Ray credits, they call her Oscar Langley Soryu. So I was like, have we, have we shifted back? Is this no longer Asuka, um, was it Shikinami? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, I thought something even crazier was happening, whether that, that, that was just <laughs> me getting baited by Amazon. Like maybe the original timeline is now bleeding in or something. Yeah. Like this is the original OG end of Ava timeline. Yeah. Because once again, at this point, I'm 100% convinced that they are going to bleed into each other. Um, there are, I think there's too many signs at this point that they're going to. So I thought this was going to be the big, like, boom it's happening um but it wasn't i just want to imagine can you imagine what it, what oscar and mari's locker room talk sounds like just like trump's just hanging out <laughs> <laughs> mari is a very trump-like figure isn't she kind of 
Yeah. They they also, share, they share some characteristics, I would say. I love how Asuka's thing is she she gives you people nicknames, but she's bad at it because four eyed crony is not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she she always gives people mean nicknames. Yeah, it's got to be mean spirited in some way. Also, speaking of of Mari being four eyed, can we talk about this for a second? I've I've up until recently worn glasses my entire life. What Mari wears are not glasses. They are they they don't even have a top. They're just mm-hmm. like little little. I, they can't call them frames. I don't even know what you call these things. But they're not even glasses. So Asuka's already like taking the L on that one. I thought she had like the NBA player uh, glasses they wear. For, like goggles. Yeah, but those are like that's, like, that's like full. That's like a full mask almost. Yeah, but this is the future. Well, you got a point. Maybe glasses. <laughs> the, future of tw- the, fu- the future of 2017. Now, we are going to yeah. get to a spectacular piece of eyewear later on in the movie um, that I'm ready to talk oh, about. This is actually now literally the future. Is this fourteen? Is this is like twenty twenty nine? Oh yeah, they finally reached the future. We'll get into that, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, want to point out that the the, the Avas have to use this like scaffold like structure to traverse space, and it looks cool. I thought it was a cool little design that they did to make these already gigantic robots uh, go through space. Who taught Oscar the word prick? Hmm. Someone who should be punished. She uses it too much now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, take it easy, Oscar. Also, do we all watch the English dub for this? Yeah. Okay. There are some weird line readings I'm going to get to later. I think I think there is something off about this dub. And maybe it was, maybe it was intentional. I don't know. I mean, there may be something off with all three of them, especially on the Amazon version, because they had to record the same shit twice yeah once for funimation once for amazon so i'm sure in the second version they're like oh, i gotta do this fucking shit again yeah. all right Probably a little so, tired of it yeah um so oscar grabs grabs hold of this like coffin cross box yes and we're we're led to believe that you know shinji is inside of this thing and it once again i'm just like what has what has happened? What mm-hmm. 2.22 ends with Kaoru being like, I'm going to make you happy this time. And now we're here. And you're like, okay, Shinji's in this thing. I am see Kaoru right now. What is going on? I literally wrote in my notes, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> this is complete. I've been center. This is like sensory overload for me. I can completely I, understand how people who saw this for the first time in theaters were um, just mad maybe i wasn't mad watching it but i can see how if you've been waiting for this and this is evangelion was like your thing and you don't have the next movie to watch offhand like i do that you might be a little mad watching this thing <laughs> yeah this is the this is one of the first times that they probably couldn't have like gone back to the original series and refer to things that they already know this is completely brand new material yeah. <laughs> and like i was legitimately overwhelmed by this opening here is there's a lot going on some of it's hard to make out i don't know what's happening <laughs> By the way, the original release date for the final movie was 2014. Mm. That's crazy. Wow. I was yeah. a freshman slash sophomore in college. Yeah, because they the way they did it in um with these movies was that 3.0 was what was released in Japan in its original release date. And then they would release like 3.33 or like whatever the point was. And that was for the American release like a year or two later, right? 
my friend, it was in fact four years oh between the God. Japanese and North American release of this fucking movie. That Holy is crazy. Shit. Four? It, I mean, it used to be a lot different back in the day, right? Because it took two years for both the first two movies to come out in America. But now it's the quick turnaround time with this kind of stuff. Back then, though, four years was still pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, for reference, the last movie came out, there was a five-day gap between Japanese and American releases. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, that's better. Like, I went to go see Suzume in, uh, in, back in, like, March or something, and that literally came out a week after it did in Japan. So, like, now anime is big enough to get quick releases. Mm-hmm. And not, and not just that, uh, the new Godzilla movie, uh, which, by the way, Godzilla news, Godzilla update, uh, the new Godzilla movie by Toho, Godzilla Minus One, it's being released, my birthday, by the way, November 3rd, 2023, in Japan, and then it's being turned around and being released in America in December. So we only get a month turnaround there, whereas with Shin Godzilla, we had to wait like three or four months, so they're getting faster. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I am very excited. I want to fly to Japan and see it on my birthday. <laughs> that would be quite the quite the trip. Mm-hmm. We're to a GoFundMe for Ben to get Japan for his birthday to see Godzilla minus one and then come yeah. immediately back to America. It'll be yeah. listed like it'll be listed next to someone who like is out in, like having kidney failure or something. It'll be like this person needs money, but this guy wants to go to Japan to watch a movie yep. and just come straight back from yeah. theater to airport. That's what total I travel do. time of like over like, probably twenty four hours. And two hours of movie time. And at, there's no subtitles over there, so I don't even understand what the fuck is going on <laughs> <Yeah>. either. <laughs> you don't need to. It's Godzilla, baby. Yeah, it speaks for itself. You have like a translator app on your phone. Yeah, just holding that up the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fucking Gaijin. Cut it out down there. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Why would they speak singing in English? <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder who he's talking to. Yeah. He sounds, he sounds, he sounds, sounds like some asshole in this theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, Asuka grabs a box. The yeah. box is actually a monster. It attacks. She calls up her idiot Shinji, and the box fucking shoots out a laser that kills the monster. Yeah, just destroys it from, shoots it from inside this coffin thing. Um, And then, you know, O1 goes back to sleep. And as they as they descend, Ben, what do, who do we see? Uh, Your favorite character. Oh, Kauru. Kauru. Yeah. And he said he says right. something along the lines of, "I'm." What does he say? He says, "Welcome back, Shinji." As he's going yeah. back down to Earth. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at this time, I'm like, "What do you mean, welcome back? Like, what? What were you talking about at the end of the last one, too? Like, I I need answers." Yeah. Like, he calls him Shinji Ikari, which is an important he does. Uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Also, real quick, just nerd moment. The the big, like, plates that both Avas were encased in and that Yuna O2 surfed down, are those look familiar to you at all? No. Those were the shield that Ray used in the first movie. Oh, okay. See, they're, they okay. are recycling. They're not spending a bunch of money every time. They're, yeah. yeah. Not that I think money even exists anymore in this movie. I don't really think that's a concept that's left on the on the planet. No. If anyone tries to use money in this movie, they should be shot in the fucking face. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> After what we find out later? Mm-hmm. So... Anyways. And this is where the movie really 
really plays its hand because we see Shinji, you know, he's being taken in by some military like organization that, you know, my head, I'm like, oh, maybe this is nerve. Yeah. Um, and they, they're able to salvage him from O1's core, which is an important thing because at the end of the first movie, you know, he has been, or second movie, he's been subsumed into the core. Um, and, this is where th- things just get wacky because then Shinji, they're just like, they are just like treating him as if he's like patient zero for like smallpox. They're like, you don't get to do anything, touch anything, say anything, or look at anything. And then we look around and our, all of our old pals have new looks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Risco's yeah. got short hair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Katsuragi's now Captain Katsuragi. Katsuragi looks like M. Bison from Street Fighter. <laughs> You're not wrong. Mm-mm. Yeah. Correct. She traded, she traded her like red short, like half jacket, whatever it's called, for like a straight up like long coat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she she looks like a fucking Eastern European dictator of some sort. She does. Yeah. And so many of them had brand new looks that for a moment I didn't recognize some of them because I wrote in my notes at one point I was like, where the fuck is Ibuki? Not even realizing that we saw Ibuki earlier. It's yeah. just I got confused because her hair was a, looked a little purple. So I just assumed that was Katsuragi in another shot. Or maybe she had a child or clone or something. Yeah, I thought I it was know. a new I, character at first. Yeah, but then I looked it up and I compared photos like, oh no, that's Ibuki. Okay, she's still with us. Thank God. <laughs> Ibuki supremacy. And it's so weird because all these new characters on the bridge, y'all, they all got names. They all got backstories. Is it in the movie? Fuck no, it's not in the movie. No, it's all in the PlayStation 2 manual. You have to go back and read it. <laughs> You're kind of not wrong, though. It is in, like, games and shit. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they they do what should have been done from the very first episode of the show. They put a fucking collar on Shinji. <laughs> A fucking shock collar. Yeah, they're like, they're, this should. They, what is it called? A D a DS DSS collar. Um, DSL. Yeah. A DSI. A Nintendo DSI. Yeah. Although that, that pink that pink hair girl does have DSLs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, I want to know more about her. This is a family podcast. <laughs> they give Shinji a trans girl choker. We move on real quick. Yeah. Basically, um, it's supposed to keep him from. Because the, the whole the whole word now is Shinji does not pilot an Ava. You're you are not allowed to pilot an Ava anymore. And I'm over here like, but why though? Yeah. Well, everyone hates him. Everyone's looking oh, at yeah. him like, fuck this. Guy. They hate him, and you can tell yeah. that he's just like, but guys, what's wrong? What did I do? Yeah, I saved Rhea and Ami. I gotta work on my Spike Spencer impression. I think I can. I think I can get one going. I feel like he is really good in this movie. Like he, he you can really see the development in Shinji as a character. In this yeah. Movie. Yeah. I, I did like his performance in this one. Yeah. Like that's the cool thing about using these same voice actors is throughout the years. You can just see him you, or you could hear him get better. Not only with the character, but just as actors in general, just the performances and the delivery get better. I know Ben, me and you as Big Godzilla fans were loving the fucking like military technology techno babble of this insane like ship thing they've got they've made. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, lots of crazy shit in this. So they're it's just, just ramshackle as hell. Yeah, they're in. Yeah. They're carved out into a a section of the frozen Red Sea that is not. That they, I guess they've shot out. Which, by the way, just in case anybody missed this, the whole fucking planet is. The Red Sea, basically. Everything yeah. 
uh, based the the w w I had to look this up because I was so confused. Is that without showing this on screen, the spear of Longinus was removed from Unit O One after the events of Two Point Two Two, and Third Impact did happen. Well, I mean that's spoilers, but yes, I mean spoilers for a movie we're talking about for later in this film. I understand that, but like it's it is so yeah. it is so wild to me that. They ended, they quote ended 2.22 with the world is going to end. Decided to add one more scene where the Spear of Longinus is shot through Unit 01. And Kaoru's like, okay, everything's fine now. And then the next movie is like, well, guess well, I mean, not really, though. Come on. <laughs> it's just going to happen anyway. Here's the crazy part. All that stuff at the end of, of 2.22 was supposed to be the actual story of this movie. And they scrapped it after it was released and started from fucking square one. Well, that makes a lot of sense. They weren't just trolling us that time. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Because I already, because I did not like the post credits of 2.22. Mm. And, and now that they've erased it with this movie, I'm kind of like, I wish that, I would, I, you know what? I condone them erasing that ending. I just wish they would just be like, that. don't watch past the credits. That didn't happen. Because this movie was supposed to be the final movie. Right, mm. and then, and the, oh, sorry, yeah, and then the next one was not even a thing when they started this whole project. It's crazy to me. So wow. the way this movie ended, that's how the whole thing was just going to end. No, 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 no. It was going to be a okay. whole different movie. But this, this third movie would be the, would be the last movie. Basically. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine okay. if they ended the series with this, the, this movie. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah, I would understand why people are upset. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, I just, I just love all some the people who got to animate this fucking ship and all the various military shit had to have had a great time mm -hmm. and yeah. it just gets better too as time goes on. Yeah. Um, where you are we at? Ibuki, Ibuki giving orders. Yeah. Yeah. Ibuki's come a long way. I'm very proud of her. Yep. There's also a lot of confusion, it seems, on the ship about who does what, because they're like, that's not my job. They're like, we need to does that job. Who does that job? <laughs> well, I mean, sense that, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like, they're, I mean, they're not an official, like, organization. Like, they're, they're pretty much ram, like, ramshackled together. Yeah. What they say is that, because they get, they get attacked. Yeah, there's, there's, there's stuff, but they never say angels, by the way. None of this shit we've seen so far is angels, which is pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, you think about it. Yeah. But they say, that they're like, ah, we got to scatter. We got to leave, because there's like a million ships outside. Yeah. Like, gotta, we got to go, Cotch. We got to leave. And she's like, fuck no. We're going to do this <laughs> shit finally. We're going to find out if this ship is capable of deicide. Yeah. Deicide. Because instead of angels attacking, now it's just pillars of light. That's kind of the new angel attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just got to love all this, all this hype-ass nonsense that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, a bunch of, uh, uh, once again, overload is happening in my brain. I'm just like, where am I? Who am I? Yeah, and the, first, and the whole time Shinji's just like, can I, Katsuragi, let me in. Can I do anything? No. <laughs> well, Stay all, in the box. Katsuragi is not talking to Shinji. No. He is, she is constantly interrupting her giving orders, and she is just acting as if he doesn't exist. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts to see. Yeah. Yeah, he talks to her. Other people talk back to him. Mm -hmm. You know, around her. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love Oscar's like they're like, all right, Oscar, you got to go out there and ignite the fucking core to the ship while we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fly this fucking thing. And she's like, all right, gotcha. The mission comes first. Human life, a distant second. Yes, they. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. They've all turned heel on the idea of saving individual humans. Now they are all like, we are only here for the possible survival of our entire race. No one is worth anything than more than anybody else. And it is. It's just stark. And once again, at this point, we haven't, we don't, as viewers, know how long the time skip has been. But all we mm. know is shit's different. Yeah, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Basically. You're looking around this and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Because if you have no context, you're like, wait, what's happening right now? What is any of this? Yeah. Is this what Nerve has become? Where's if this is Nerve? Where's Gendo? Like what? Who and how and why and where is this? So they 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 do this fucking awesome sequence of Oscar fucking screaming and putting a fucking spear in the in the middle of the fucking ship and it turning on and it lifts out of the goddamn water. Yeah. The wonder. <laughs> the wonder. I, I, I wonder. wrote in my notes the first time Katsuragi says it, I was like, Katsuragi speaks German now. And then it wasn't until later I realized they just named the ship the one. The wonder. I was like, <laughs> everyone's speaking German all of a sudden. <laughs> Did you guys notice what the ship is built on top of? It's like, a, what's that thing? It's I a skeleton, mean, I, right? But of what? I mean, you've they, seen it. You've seen it in, in in the show and in the movies. Is that what? Uh, is, is that? Mm, mm, I mean, I, I mm, I'm racking my brain. I'm having a massive brain fart here. Because we asked a question in both the show and the movie, when we, we saw this happen. But what happened to that thing? Did it's not this the skeleton is, that Mari fought? Because that's that's gone. It's not. It's not the. It's not the angel that was on the moon with Kauru, right? No. I mean, in, the show, in the show, it was the third angel, and in the movies, it's the fourth angel. Oh! Oh! Okay, okay. That long, that's its body, that's its corpse. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Hey. Oh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense now. Like, like I said, like a lot of the opening of this movie, I was really overwhelmed. So there are some aspects that I may have missed. Yeah, I wish I had time to watch the full thing. I I had enough time to watch the ending again. I didn't didn't have time to watch the whole thing again. I really need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of little little small parts like that that are just really fun to notice. Yeah. But yeah, it just starts fucking flying, which is cool. How about that fucking battle that happens, though? Mm. Oh, it was it was crazy. I, I literally normally during the battles I try and take notes of like the coolest stuff. I didn't have time. I was just like I was so mesmerized by the scene that I just like kind of I just fucking uh, it just happened and I was like oh my god I don't even remember part of it and I I, had to, I rewound that scene when I watched it the first time and watched the whole action scene again because I was just like man they they've really stepped up on the the action scenes lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. They pull the fucking things out of the ocean and they spin it around doing a crazy move. <laughs> they come to a full stop. The G-forces must be insane, by the way. And they shoot them with the big fucking guns and blow up these things. And it turns out, yes, the ship is capable of deicide. Mm. Good. I'm glad we, I'm glad we know. Deicide. What a crazy thing to say. Sounds like something I do to my yard. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> 
There's too many weeds. We got to we got to D aside. Yeah. Did you guys bring any of the D aside? <laughs> and so they sit Shinji down. And he finally gets the full fucking download on what's happening, and yeah. it is truly wild. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were like, you know, you don't need to do anything. Um, and they find out about the curse. Or actually, no. First of all, we find out that um, well, Asuka punches the glass. This happens first, right? Asuka punches this two-way glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it's essentially supposed to be very, very thick, still puts a crack in it. Yeah, weird, isn't that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, first we find out about the girl that's with Shinji, right? This is the medical officer? Yeah. Yes. Which is Suzuhara. Yeah, yeah, Toji's sister. And we find out... Th- she made it. That she's older now, because it has been 14 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's like 21 or 2 in this movie. Like, So she's much older than Toji would have been when, when Shinji knew Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Shinji's like, well, if it's been 14 years, pushes up his glasses, uh, <laughs> why, do, why does Asuka look the same? And it turns out, I mean, the answer is sometimes stuff in Japan is a little bit weird. But the the answer in the movie is that there's the curse of the of the Ava and people don't age once they've, you know, once they've been seen with one. Mm. Now, I want to take you down for a second here, Seth, because the curse of Ava is a very is probably my favorite part of this whole thing, because this is the true George Lucas moment of this movie for for Anno. Because the curse of Ava is referring to the fact that so many Evangelion fans, Anno considered to be stuck in the past. They would not let go of the show. They're the reason he's still making this shit today. They've made it part of his whole identity. And he's, they're, they don't, they, they've not mentally moved on from this thing they loved as children and have not grown up. And he thinks that's a bad thing. He's like, you need to stop fucking idolizing this old thing I made and move on. And I'm going to physically attack you by putting you in this movie as stunted children who can't grow up. And it's a literal curse. It's not a good thing. You are cursed to be this way forever. Because you have your choices, essentially. Wow. And I love that. Because George Lucas is a guy who, I, who definitely does not like his fans most of the time. Mm-hmm. And will fuck with them. And this is Anno doing the same thing to the fans of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And now that something like this has been put into perspective. Also, when you go back and look at the end of the end of Evangelion, I've heard people say that whole last 20 minutes is basically Anno saying, go outside and touch grass, please. You fucking yeah. nerds. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I first saw it. So I was like, wait, why? OK, I guess they don't want to they don't want to spoil things or having them be older. That would that would ruin it. But no, they, he was like really making a, a kind of a subtle statement. About yeah. This. I do still find it a little convenient that a bunch of other anime have done the same thing for oh, well, yeah. other reasons. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I do, I do. I mean, that's definitely probably his, his initial intention. And that's pretty cool. And I will say this, by the way, just to keep an eye on the curse of Ava will pay off so huge in the next movie. Mm. Just want to put it out there for you. It's okay. such a huge. Nice. I can't wait. Um, now what happens here? So we find out, I know that's already happened. We, you know, when it starts out, the first thing I think we actually find out is that Shinji's sync rate is now zero, zero. I wrote it down. It's zero, zero point zero, 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 zero percent. That's pretty <laughs> low. I gotta say. Yeah. Could um, be worse. 
this is a punishment um, for what he did at the end of the second movie. Um, and then, yeah, at, go ahead. At this point, I just wrote down in my notes, someone just please explain to Shinji what's going on. He's a confused, scared little boy. He needs answers. And this is one of my biggest criticisms, and it's something that almost every piece of media does. I can't really blame it. But the, the movie turns into an episode of Frasier. Because truly and honestly, I do I do 100% believe that if they did what Ben said, if they just sat Shinji down, had a heart-to-heart with him about what would happen if he piloted Ava, the rest of the movie might not happen. But in a very Frasier fashion, they don't t- say it enough stuff, so then Frasier has to go off and be a dumbass for another 15 minutes in the episode. <laughs> um, also... Right after this, or in this scene, do they call her Colonel Katsuragi? Has she gotten another? She has she gotten a a, a promotion within this scene? No. Um. Uh. What's we'll Gen- later? Gendo gets her rank wrong because he doesn't see. No, she's been promoted to captain. Okay. Okay. Because I was just like, does this happen? Does she get a promotion or a demotion between scenes? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, Asuka storms off talking about how the life of one person means nothing now or whatever. And I'm like, you think it would be the opposite given what we know about the future later on? But I guess yeah. they don't see it that way. And he he's told that Ray doesn't exist anymore. And then about 0.2 seconds later, he starts hearing Ray's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not very convinced of this fact. Yeah. And this is... It, what? Well, because they, they say, oh, the enemy has appeared on the starboard bow. Yeah. So then they, they race trying to break in to get Shinji. This it's weird. We find this out, and then we immediately find out that you know, because of the stuff on the ship. That now there, there's no. This is not Nerve. This is Willa or w- Wadla, something like that. Willie, Willie, Willie. They are Nerve is their enemy. They their their goal is to destroy all the Avas um, that Nerve created um, because of reasons from the second movie. Yeah. And apparently, in 14 years, there have been many more Avas built. Oh, yeah. Quite a few. Quite a few. We're swimming in Avas now. Yeah. I love that Asuka is pissed constantly. Yeah. And her voice actress sells it so so well. Mm -hmm. But my favorite part is she gets on the comms, and she's like, I had to go see that stupid Shinji. And Mari's like, yeah, what that face is just what you wanted to see. And I I love that she she just talks shit so fucking much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mari is... Mari is a breath of fresh air in this yeah. in this universe mm-hmm. because she's just fuck she's completely insane. <laughs> I mean, in, in a in a series of of shows and movies that are already deranged, she is a wild card among all wild cards. <laughs> Mari is the girl version of Kaji in that she acts like she knows more than you at all times and seems relaxed constantly. Yeah. Um. And then once this once this action scene starts, we see Mari's Ava. We get a better angle of it. Looks it looks dope. She's got mm-hmm. like a little like a little crown kind of thing that looks looks cool. So yeah, the designs are just off the charts right now. What's weird, by the way, is they they first showed that Ava as a toy for the second movie, but you never see it in the second movie. It never shows up. I'm surprised that that's surprising information to me that they made a toy for something and then it wasn't in the movie. Because <laughs> apparently it was originally supposed to be in the movie and it got scrapped. At the, at the, it was supposed to be it at the end, at the end of the movie fighting that angel. I, I honestly just love this about even yet. I feel like today things are so curated to like 
we can't actually release this action figure until this episode of this show has come out because then they will have to know that this is the this is why this prop is in the box and and even Kelly and they're like we'll release a a toy for a thing that doesn't exist you'll you'll see it in five years shut up <laughs> it'll be out when it's out yeah. I do love the part, by the way, where Shane, she's like, I'm here, Ray, and she punches through the side of the ship, and you see, as they're having a conversation, the the ships outside of this are firing inwards yeah. at the place where the whole high command is. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, <laughs> whatever it takes. Also, did did Unit 00 look a little familiar to you? Or its, it's new edition look a little familiar? Uh no, the fucking cape thing that turned into a rocket booster. Oh oh yeah, from End of Ava, from the uh, mass produced Ava series. Well, yeah. no, no, but besides that, it was the thing that ate Unit Zero Zero at the end of the last movie. Yes. Oh yeah, that's that right. Exact, that's right. That yes, become part of it now. Yeah, that's wow. right. Yeah. Also, vessel of the atoms. They do. They do say that. They just drop that out of nowhere. They're like, oh, the, the vessel of the atoms. I'm like, can we? Can we can we just have like a little conversation about this, please? <laughs> it's like Adams. Ad yes. Yeah, that's huh? my thing. <laughs> Everything is that fucking Jennifer Lawrence uh, uh, clip now. Yeah. It's, it's, what it's do you mean? Movie. What do you mean? <laughs> and what are you saying? And once again, as Shinji is getting in with this revitalized Unit Zero and Ray to to escape, everyone is like, Shinji, please don't do this. Shinji, please. Shinji, don't do what you're about to do. Please, please, please. Please, 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 please. And Shinji's yeah. like, but no one's telling me nothing. So <laughs> I go now. <laughs> Toji sister's like, Shinji, you have to promise me that in a million years, you'll never do another rule. You never do another rule? <laughs> You'll never do another impact. Thank you. <laughs> by, by the way, I just got to say this. Just struck me on watching this. This whole sequence is so beautifully animated. Yeah. I mean, my God, there's so much stuff happening and the characters' faces are so expressive. Like the money is very clearly on the screen right now. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I mean, the whole movie is great. This, was, part, this, this stuck out to me. It was one of the few scenes that obviously not in a one-to-one way, but actually kind of reminded me of the way that a lot of the Ghibli movies block their action scenes and that just like a lot of stuff is happening and, but stuff's being conveyed very efficiently and, but the animation never takes a hit for it. And I really did like the way that they balanced all this stuff in this scene. Unit zero just fucking forms a rocket booster and blasts the fuck off out of here. Also gets its head blown off by unit eight Mm -hmm. does not phase it. No, don't care. They saw they saw a Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. They know what to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then as you do, as you always do in the movies, Katsuragi is supposed to activate the collar, but just like in Point Break, she waits a little bit too long. But unlike in Point Break, uh, he gets away in this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, the connection's too far. Which, by the way, you guys should you guys should really make that thing as far range as possible. Maybe. Make it infinite if you can. Yeah. Get some, wi- get some Wi-Fi range boosters on this fucking ship. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just Ibuki screwing a fucking net gear into the wall. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> we'll get them next time. It's one of the ones that look like little aliens we all used to have. <laughs> yeah. She's fucking playing with the antennas as if it actually helps. She's like, no, this motherfucker's never getting away again. <laughs> Not on my watch.
And we get uh, Shinji wakes up in that same hospital room from before. Yeah. Yep. He can never escape it. Doesn't comment on the ceiling this time. Mm-mm. Which I was I was expecting. They sub- I guess he's used to it now. And they subverted yeah. me. It's like finally some familiarity. Jesus. Also, Seth, what does this movie lack? There are no cicadas. I believe that the third impact has finally granted me my wish of killing all of the cicadas <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> and probably the world. Yeah. <laughs> and then another quick note is actually right before this scene, Asuka makes an incredible observation when she was like, Shinji's less of an idiot and more of a brat. Yes. <laughs> <Isn't> hilarious. <laughs> Shinji's a real bratty sub, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It reminds me of one of my favorite lines from the original show where she's like, for for, for a dude, you really are a nag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is one of my favorite like, top five lines from Evangelion, and she yeah. just she's just serving them up here too. I love it. Mm-hmm. And this is this is a thing that has no answer to it. I don't know the answer to this either, but it's just something I noticed earlier before before the Thunder take took off. You saw a ship that got turned over to have one of those long black rods with the with the red streaks. Yes, on it, right. We saw those at Acheron before in the in the, in the second movie. What are those fucking? What do those do? Why, why are they so important? Who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But again, if you don't even know, then there's no fucking way I know. Yeah, I would say keep those in mind. Okay, keep them in mind. Do I gotta do I gotta read the manga or something for those? Or no, and then you'll see. You'll okay. See. And things are a little different back of the old geo front. Yeah, yeah. So the top of the geo front is not not. There is yeah. no top anymore. <laughs> it's absent. It's an open air office situation. Now. <laughs> only geo bottom now. Yes. There is, there is just the geo area now. Um, <laughs> HQ is fucked. There is like blood <laughs> running out of all the walls, like actual blood. Yeah. Like man, this is not. This is this is not up to OSHA standards. I don't think anymore. <laughs> The OSHA guy shows up and quits. <laughs> He's like, I'm um, nope. He's the one guy that survived what happened. Gendo like, is I, like I don't- Tom Cruise. They find, He's like, uh, I asked the OSHA guy if I could do it. And he said, no. So I got a new OSHA guy. <laughs> <laughs> the OSHA guy comes in and says, listen, technically, technically, blood everywhere is not in the handbook. So yeah. I don't know what to say about You guys this. are violating things that... We could not have anticipated in all of our research. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is they're going to name a new rule after me. (laughs) (laughs) The bad news is the man standing in front of me has a gun to my head. So I don't know what to do right now. Uh, And they write it down there. And Shinji says, what happened here? (laughs) Bitch, you happened here. Shinji's just looking around like, man, this place is, this is bad, guys. Yeah. You should clean some of this up. What's yeah. going We're on? We're trying to find out who did this. <laughs> Shinji in a hot dog suit. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Giant hot dog car ramming into the fucking side of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Place the ray head with the hot dog car. Spear of Longinus is like the, the ketchup smear fucking goes through <laughs> Oh, but I do love how Shinji apparently has no idea that he yeah, did all this. He's just like, man, this is crazy, guys. <laughs> Whoa. And yeah, so they go, they, 
And then, of course, you know, all this stuff, you know, Shinji's saying whatever, Ray's explaining basically nothing. And then, middle of the place, uh, little tree is Kaoru playing a piano. Yeah. Of course. Maestro. What else would he be doing besides sitting in what much like Gendo in the middle of a huge open area has one tree and a piano and he's just jamming and has a perfect square where the blood's been cleaned off. He does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a great touch. Yeah. I don't know much about pianos, boys. Was the piano cyber? No, no, that was just a regular, that was a ass, regular baby, ass. baby grand piano. Yeah. Because okay. Gendo is definitely cyber now. Mm hmm. He's got some cyber, some cyber elements. Yeah. Did he look like Cyber Gigan to you in the face? Or Mecha Gigan? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That fucking... Yeah, I, I wrote my notes. He's got the LeVar Burton shades on. Ooh, I, I was yeah. going to say, so this was my interesting piece of eyewear for the movie, is the wraparound Oakleys that, uh, <laughs> that Gendo now wears. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, boys, I'm not sure if it's evident or not, they're not wraparound glasses. They're not. They're not. They're not. <laughs> they look like it though from a distance. You'd be like, Gendo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a new style? <laughs> but it, yeah, but it's very funny because he looks like a he he looks like a baseball dad, like at the Little League games. <laughs> who's just like going which I mean, oh my god. If <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. If Evangelion was set in America, Gendo would be a baseball dad. Mm-hmm. He would be he'd be a guy sitting in the stands and chastising his son for not being better at a sport at this sport. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Absolutely. Can you see him like watching Shinji try and play T ball, just missing the fucking ball constantly? Mm-hmm. Sitting there, hands over <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> I forget the idea of T posing the Avas for dominance. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And, and we get a fucking scene where, you know, again, Gendo is standing way above Shinji, explaining what's gonna happen to him, and like a spotlight keeps snapping down. And my one question was Who's directing this? Who is the spotlight guy? There are like five people total. And they got one guy left running the spotlight. Like, is it Fuyutsuki? Is he standing somewhere in the darkness being like, all right, when he says this. I can imagine that. Fuyutsuki in this movie is the most put upon part. He's just like, I am resigned to whatever Gendo has done to me. I am very tired. He sounds so broken down in this movie. Yes. Yeah, he's probably like 97 years old at this point. So we see Unit 13, which yep. there's 13 of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. And this one is very Pacific Rim in that it has going to have two pilots, Kaoru and Shinji. And let me tell you, this already sounds like it's going to go really well to me. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I mean, Kaoru seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. He knows he knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> God damn you. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> you know, so you just now got what you said. Yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> Incredible. It was sub- subconscious. Amazing. <sighs> All right. So anyways, I, I, I love that we didn't see Shinji just getting a dispenser of just food. Yeah. I, it's just like a goo, a paste. Yeah. <laughs> like he just drags his like spork through some like red something and eats it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think it tastes like? Oh, probably just like. Mm. 
Probably I want to just like nutrients and calories. Yeah. <laughs> well, then why the different colors? To make it well, interesting, make it interesting, I guess. Color plays an interesting role in food. This is something I've learned a lot about. But the color of a food can actually change the way you think about it. I, I learned this because um, somebody I watched a video of somebody who like made lasagna and it looked like lasagna. And they fed it to someone that this is good. And then they decided to make, they decided to use Star Wars blue milk for their lasagna. Same recipe, the lasagna, the, the milk tastes the exact same, but the lasagna comes out solid blue. People are like, this is disgusting. Why would you feed this to me? Same, same food. But color is important. So maybe Gendo knows that. Yeah. And cares. Yeah. Like, remember, remember back in the day where they had like the different colored ketchup? Like the the, I, the crazy colors, I'm sure there were people out there convinced that each one of them had a different flavor. When most likely they were all just ketchup. Yeah, because like when I saw Shinji eating this stuff, all I think was, "Oh, he's just eating straight up ketchup." <laughs> My man is just eating straight up ketchup off of a plate. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Ben's done that sometime in his life. So I definitely have. Yeah, that's a bachelor meal right there, my friends. Mm-hmm. Technically food. Yeah, technically, yeah. <laughs> There's some calories in this. There's tomatoes in here, so it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically eating all my veggies for the day. <laughs> this is a vegetable, okay? Fuck off. <laughs> um, I will say... I love Shinji then wandering around Nerve, and there's just so much fucking bizarre shit in this place. Mm-hmm. As there always has been. Yeah. Like, I wish we could have seen some of this earlier. Uh, cause yeah. like we'll, we'll get into it eventually, but at one point it's like, oh, I'll go get some books from the library. It's like, there's a library here. I, I was going to discuss the library because the library is one of the greatest one, two punches in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just love that. He goes to find Ray, right? And he finds her in her uh, recreation, basically of her shitty apartment. Yeah. On the edge of what the fuck is this occult engine thing? Which she's next to. I love that. Whatever this is, whatever, however long this walk is, she still decided to put her apartment, in quotes, on the very edge of it to make the longest walk you could possibly yeah. do. Instead of just going into a new room, there's probably whole rooms here she could use. But she's mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to put it on the very edge of this little engine. Mm-hmm. Where do you think people shit at? Into the center of the engine. I, I mean, who's cleaning the toilets? Tell me this. Tell me this. Can you imagine Ray Ayanami taking a shit? <laughs> Same question, but for Gendo. Hmm. I imagine that Gendo takes a shit. He stands up. He stands upright. <laughs> closes his eyes and forces it all out. <laughs> and, he comes out and, and for use, he's in the room. <laughs> just evacuates his bowels. Yeah. It, all, it comes out like one cylinder of just piss and shit just all combined into one. <laughs> It just comes out. Already in a little container. Fuyutsuki picks it up and puts it into a little disposal place. Like, sometimes, boys, I still think about the part in End of Evangelion where we find out he was fucking Ritsuko this whole time, mm-hmm. and my brain shuts down. Yeah. I yeah. can't imagine it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he has a son, but I still just cannot imagine <laughs> the man fucking. You yeah. know? No. That, does not com- I, that does not compute. I imagine that he... Stand straight up. <laughs> <laughs> just 
forces his penis to become hard and then just have sex for, I don't know, four seconds. No, uh, Fiuski is in there. He's holding it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ritzko loves it, apparently. Goes yeah. insane for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, I don't understand. But I'll, I will say this. I like that Shinji, when he comes in, once again, sees Ray. She's naked. But our boy Shinji has gotten better at dealing with situations. I, I originally wrote awkward situations. No, 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 no. Just situations in general. He is more prepared now to handle them. He, need, yeah. he needed help in all kinds of situations. Awkward mm-hmm. or not. And he has improved. I'll give him that. Because there's no like, Ray, and then he falls over and touches her boob. And then he stays outside the room. Panties falls over and all that. Yeah. He ends up awakening again but also ray's plug suit says oh nine on it which is mm-hmm. you know just a, a, a nice little detail there um and also obviously as we come to find out this isn't the ray that shinji attempted to save yeah yeah, yeah. and he does in after all this happened and the whole staircase ride in this room he drops the line so a lot has changed around here at nerve hq (laughs) (laughs) i like what y'all have done to the place yeah i like the big bullet hole craters and all the blood yeah (laughs) adds a lot to it what was the inspiration for that you know, you know the movie the movie dead alive yeah yes that movie has the most amount of blood ever used whatever this is more than that and that movie is like there's so much blood it's funny Right? Yeah. It's comical, but it's a blood. That's the same thing here. This should all be terrifying, but you look at it like that's just too much blood. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who did this come from? You know, who bled this much? Who or what did this yeah, come right. from? It's like, did you guys ever play Tomb Raider 2013? Yes. The remake of Tomb Raider? Yes. Ben, I guess, I guess you I haven't, haven't played any of the Tomb Raiders. There's part in the game where you like go. You, you, there's all of a sudden there's monsters on the fucking island. There's these big oni type guys, right? And you get into this cave, and it is a massive cavern, and it is filled top to bottom with human bodies, corpses, arms, torsos, heads, guts, everything, everywhere on a fucking deserted island that no one has seen for fifty years. They're all fresh, right? And it's so many bodies, I just had to laugh. I started <laughs> yeah. laughing at it. It was so stupid. I was like, this can't be. This, this, the only you're fucking with me right now. Like, it's just, it's that kind of effect. It's, you know, when something is so, there's so much of something, you're like, nah, this, nah. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't deal with this. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be ducks. If I saw like a billion ducks in one space, I'd just start laughing. I'd be like, that's too many ducks. Look at all those chickens. <laughs> Why are there so many ostriches? <laughs> and so this is when, so we we get some amazing stuff from Ray here. Where first of all, Shinji's like, "Oh, do you you still like books? I can get you some from the library." And then Ray's like, "Oh, so the Ray and Ami you knew like to read books." And then he sa- keeps saying the word "like," and she says. The most Ray I Nami line in the world. She says, What is like? Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. We we got a lot of ground to cover <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> and Shinji's not getting it. And you know what? Here's the thing. To be fair to him, clones are not a thing he would know about yet. And would still I you know what? Maybe you could say to yourself, I I would figure it out immediately. 
in his shoes, though. Maybe you would still not know about clones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not blaming um, Shinji for not knowing anything. That would That's a fool's errand. But <laughs> um, it is just very funny. You, I don't. I didn't. Because the, the the sentence "What is like?" If you just said that to someone, they would think you're having a stroke, or they would be like, "That's not a real sentence." The layers of context that had to be built up over the show, the movies, and everything to lead to a moment where a character can say their line, "What is like?" and it makes perfect sense. That's beautiful stuff. That yeah. that's 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 good writing. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like Sele is still around. We cut to them, by the way. Silent though, just big monoliths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, get, just doing nothing. Gendo talking to nobody. And like I said, Fuyutsuki is a broken man at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's over. He he just says like, I'll just go along with this plan for Yui's sake. Mm-hmm. He's just he is, and like Ben said, he's old as shit now. Mm-hmm. He's like the oldest man. He might be the oldest man in the world. <laughs> at first, I was just saying that as a joke, but I think he might be. <laughs> Do we have like a canon uh, answer on what Fuyutsuki's uh, age was in the original he, show? He starts off in his sixties. Okay. So, so he'd be in his, his mid-70s right about now, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he might yeah. be the oldest man in the world. Yeah, probably. I think so. But because of his the, the lifestyle he lives, he looks and sounds like, like Ben said, probably 90 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been through a lot. <laughs> He's seen a lot of shit. I do love how we also get a moment of Shinji, like, seeing all these people talk to him, like, memories or whatever, and it's every woman in the world that we know of, and also Gendo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all women are saying no shinji don't do it and gendo's like you should do it yeah <laughs> i love that listen to your father boy <laughs> and then we see kaoru putting the moves on shinji mm. yes Hard- hardcore mm-hmm. um there have been oh go ahead actually um the- actually no we do we do see there is actually a destroyed library. Mm. over Because, like Ben said, when I first heard the line, I'll go to the library, I'm like, where the fuck does Shinji think a motherfucking library is right now? <laughs> but then lo- I, I get slapped in the face because there actually is a library. It's destroyed. Every, every book is <laughs> in chronological order from bottom to top on the mm. ground. But that, that there is a library and he is able to get books. So I, I take back my sentence thinking Shinji was stupid. I choose to believe, by the way, we see him later holding the book. It says flowers in the front of it. I choose to believe it's flowers for Algernon. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be a good choice for Ray, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think she. I think she'd be into it. Yeah. Fun fact: Ben played the main character of Flowers for Algernon in a play once. Really? You played Algernon? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was the only time he did something that didn't require any acting, actually. <laughs> I just sat there in a glass case the whole time on stage. Yeah, we didn't give him a script. He did no. perfect. They just, they just said they just said come put this on. I'm like okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this whole scene where they play piano together, this is the gayest shit I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. It's so oh gay. yeah, respectfully. It's yeah, so gay, 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 opposite of derogatory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very into it. Yeah, not like on the Yamaha piano i should say yes. more more branding there oh yeah oh yeah oh, the, the yamaha piano survived the end of the world exactly yeah. yamaha 
They still have a small headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> There's two guys, and it's Glenn Glare and Ross all day in yeah. there. <laughs> they make pianos and golf carts, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you need golf carts in this nerve headquarters to get anywhere. Yeah. Because it's fucking massive. <laughs> but yeah. There's we see like they go back. They do two scenes of the piano playing, right? And in the second one, we see rainbow under everything. And I'm like, I know that there's a lot of debate over the relationship, but I think that the case is fucking closed. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. You're you if you're arguing against it at this point, you're just you're willfully being ignorant. Yeah, at this point, it's pretty obvious that Shinji is at least by. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least he, he's still figuring himself out. I don't yeah. know, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Also, I loved that the if you guys watch this with subtitles, the subtitle for this scene said "beautiful piano duet." <laughs> in case in case a person who you know can't hear is wondering if the song is beautiful or not, they went ahead and editorialized it. Uh, this by the way, they're, they're playing a beautiful duet right now. You're yeah. good. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry you have to miss this, but it, it's beautiful. I promise you. And also, I fucking love as they're watching the fucking stars together and Shinji talking about how beautiful it is and how much he likes it. Kaoru says, you prefer the empty, merciless world of the abyss. That's so like you. (laughs) (laughs) Kaoru. Man, Kaoru would kill on TikTok. Mm. Oh my (laughs) god. Kaoru would rule that app. He would dominate it. He yeah. would dominate it. He go if he if he went live, like fifty thousand people would tune in immediately. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we see uh, it's just so gay. Uh, <laughs> we we see Cal- uh, not Kaoru Shinji putting on a shirt, but it's too big for him. And he looks in the fucking collar. What's it say? Toji Suzuhara? <gasps> no, it's just is it? I was just I was flabbergasted. I was like, huh, where's some, well, we got some meat on these bones. Where's Tochi? And Ida. And Ida. And Ida. We haven't seen Ida in a hot minute. Wait, 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 wait. Where's class rep at? I was going to (laughs) say, where's class rep? That's another thing for me is I always get the name Suzuhara and class rep's name mixed up. So when the when the girl at the beginning says she's Suzuhara, I was like, class rep is here! <laughs> Finally! And then I remembered that it was Toji's sister. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I'll, t- I'll tell you why that happened. So Because Suzuhara sounds female to us. Because Susie, Susan, mm-hmm. you just think of it as being a, woman, a woman's type of name. That's true. But it is a last name, so it doesn't really matter. Or I, I guess, I mean, the, well, last names work differently in Japan anyway. So. Right, but just as yeah. you hear the word Suze as American, you're like, or an English speaker, oh yeah, Susie, Susan... Mm-hmm. It's just—it's how our yeah. brains work. Yeah. Exactly. But the phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, overall, in this in this re, in these real rebuild movies, there's just been a severe lack of cra- class rep, mm. and I, I think it's very disappointing. Yeah. She should have been on the social studies trip. She should have she been. been in there. She should have. She yeah. would have been able to organize it all. Yeah, because yep. like that's one part of the original series that I kind of wish would have. Uh, trickled into the movies a little bit was this maybe they will maybe they won't between toji and class rep i don't know why Mm. but like that was kind of intriguing to me but like she only had like one line in the second movie yeah it also her kind of one-sided friendship with asuka i thought was pretty good yeah yeah we should should have more of that you know Mm -hmm. 
So Shinji's like, man, I'm so worried about the outside world. What happened out there? Where, where, where are my friends at? And and Kaoru's like, well, I'll show you. <laughs> and they, they go outside the geofront. <laughs> there they are. They're right there. And and there. And yep. there. There's some right There's there. There's somebody over there. Yeah, there's Class Rap right there. <laughs> um, and, the, and the first thing is, y'all... I'm not sure if it was just being done for hyper, like for hyperbolic purposes, but if that's how the moon actually looks. That's bad. It shouldn't be that close or spinning. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't be able to see it spin like that. You know. Right. Yeah. The moon famously does not spin, so yeah. this is so much worse. Mm-hmm. I've had nightmares that included. Uh, uh, that included a moon, like almost like you, so close you could touch it, and like just anything like that, it freaks me out. Ben, did you ever play Majora's Mask? I no, because I've seen pictures of it, and that, that's why I've never played it. <laughs> also, we found out that Geofront is no longer underground; it's like way the fuck up in a fucking spire of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which they don't even obviously don't really touch on that very much. Um. But yeah, we see the the effect of third impact, which, as I kind of spoiled earlier, happened. No, sorry, the near third impact. Yes, they do call it the near third impact, which I'm like, if this is near the third impact, I don't want to be the around when the fucking third impact happens. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, with without it being animated, without it being explained to us, spear was removed from Shinji at the end of evangelion 2.22 and the third impact near third impact was allowed to happen and shinji realizes that he killed everybody <laughs> in the whole city and mm-hmm. in many many cities in fact the whole world. and yeah the, the yeah. rest of all the cities to be to be clear we don't know how the few survivors did survive that's never explained so. it never it is it, especially since the people who survive are the people who are the closest to it it's like Gendo, Katsuragi, everybody. They're the ones who are on the ground during all this stuff happening, but somehow they live, which I, mean, I don't really care, but it is very funny that that's how it works out. And people didn't just die. They transformed into failed Avas. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that was human instrumentality. Yeah. And you just- Everyone was wiped. Um, and yeah, they, they all returned into failed versions. Yeah, and you just see, like, the, the failed versions of what was emerging just, like, kind of frozen in time amongst the landscape. And it kind of reminded me of the end of Shin Godzilla a little bit, where you're panning up at the tail and you see all the little, like, the little, like, human Godzilla hybrids coming out. It's like, I, I feel like he saw, he did that. It's like, I have another idea. <laughs> There's something there. Mm-hmm. I did not think about that, and that's that's really good. Damn, you're right. Um, because like the planet is just super fucked. Like there's no, it's just it's red. Everything (laughs) is red. There's massive cracks in the ground. Mm -hmm. Huge. There's like no nothing nothing alive is left down there. There are cracks that are like the size of Japan in the world, which is crazy. And we find out that Shinji opened the doors of Guff. Which cre- which is what caused the near third impact. Which, once again, they just they throw out the doors of guff in this movie like it's nothing. I love it. Again, a real thing, but yeah, well, real as in it comes from real mythology. What it, what are the doors of guff in mythology? Doors of guff are a Jewish thing where it's like that's where all the souls are kept is behind the doors of guff. 
So Anna is just literally pulling from whatever he wants. He's just yeah, he like Christian, Jewish, Roman, Greek. I don't care. I'm putting it all in here. Mm-hmm. He did his research and it said, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crosses look cool. Just take those. Yep. Make them lasers. <laughs> make it lasers is such a good way to make anything cool. Mm-hmm. What was our idea, Seth? The laser wallet we used to have? <laughs> Yes. Lasers will be money in the future. Yes. yes. But now we know that um, bones and worms will be money. So mm. that's kind of a bad, a bad way to keep it. Actually, it's, it's cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> According to fucking Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, also, I was reminded, by the way, of like, for some reason, I thought of the golden age of Hollywood in this scene because the music is just so fucking bombastic in this scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, music, I agree. music overall, as just has always been a strong point for Evangelion. Like, what's the name of the composer? Like, Shiro Shiro Sagisu. Sagisu. Or Sagisu. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, like he's been yeah. he's been the main composer for all of Evangelion. Also, the main composer for Shin Godzilla. Yes, yeah. and yeah, the music has just been absolutely hitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, from, from from day one for this show. And this is where we get our title card. Yep. Once again, right here. 53 minutes in, just like the yep. second one. After Shinji gets all this information dumped on him and he finds out what he actually did, boom, title card. You cannot redo. Also, the movie is just so extra in all ways because they're going yes. to see this. Even they have to walk down the most precarious ass staircase you've ever seen. Yeah. On the edge of everything. Yeah. And Shinji has to wear like a gas mask and Kaoru doesn't. And, you know, he almost right. dies. Kaoru has to, just to go see this, Kaoru has to like save Shinji's life. Yeah. yeah. We all know, we all know Kaoru can float. He should have just like put Shinji on his back and then just have him float all the way down there. That'd be, that'd be too gay. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get too gay with this. We already, we've already hit a threshold. We can't go past it. But the thing about these movies I love is they don't half-ass anything ever. If we can show you something, we're going to show you the craziest maximal version of that thing. Yeah. Because we can now. Mm-hmm. Once again, everything is red. They did not. <laughs> they they probably ran out of red ink in the office that when they were doing this one. Mm. Just, like the, just like the Barbie people did with all the pink paint. They probably ran out. Mm-hmm. Everything is red. And we cut to Gendo and Fuyutsuki talking, and they keep calling Shinji the third boy. They do. The boy. So dehumanizing in a good way, I think. It it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Gendo says he wants to rewrite Sile's ending. That's his his big plan. And he kind of has Fuyutsuki go and give Shinji a nudge. They play Shogi. Now, I don't know how the fuck the game Shogi works Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. All I know is Shinji got his ass kicked. Yeah. And I think Fuyuski's even like, let me give you like 10 times as many pieces. Maybe now will be interesting. Right? Yeah. But I had this, guys, in my notes, you can probably see this. I had this, this moment where they go to play Shogi and it's this dark room. And, you know, normally before in the series, I would have said, oh, they're saving money because it's a dark room with just two people or whatever. But here I was like, it feels like some standard nerve shit. But then halfway into the game, they're like, the lights come on behind us. <laughs> Which actually eliminates Fuyutsuki as Spotlight Man. Yeah. He, he can't be controlling the spotlight from where he is. But yes, Spotlight comes on, of course. Mm-hmm. 
And we see... We see Ava 13. Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Um, We see... The prototype for all Avas, the one that, oh, that yeah. they used to start this whole thing. Yeah, the oh, one yeah. that... um. That Shinji's mom used to dive yes. into the unit. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, she she interfaced Fuyuki, with it. Fuyuki explains everything he does. to Shinji. Something that once no one in Willa did. So yeah. it's the reason he's even here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one very interesting visual around here. It visualizes Shinji's mom, Yui, in 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 the suit inside of the Ava. Yes. And that's an image we never got originally. And they, I think they use some verbiage that says something like she's still trapped there, which makes me think that it's possible we may get like a physical manifestation of Yui confronting Shinji at some point in the next movie. Because which we, would be just bananas. Mm-hmm. And the suit they have her in is some wild shit. Yeah. And yeah. It has like wings and shit all coming off of it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. And also, and then, and then, and then I was like, all right, cool. Fine. We did the big reveal of the fucking Ava, of the Ava in the back shirt or whatever. And then more lights come on behind Fuyuski and it's alcoves full of ray heads. <laughs> Which, this room is fucked. <laughs> the, the artists for the Evangelies must just have that copy pasted in their mind. Mm-hmm. Just making all these ray bodies and heads. This they, would, just, they just throw that shit around. Yeah. This would have been a perfect place for that patented Shinji scream. Yes. I just want, I guys, I just want to know the logistics of getting into this room without Shinji seeing any of this stuff yeah. on the way in. Like, Honestly, just, probably not that hard. They probably said, hey, Shinji, come into this room. And he just, because <laughs> he walks with his head down anyway, so he just probably walked right in, didn't notice anything. Hey, Shinji, close your eyes. <laughs> okay. Now just walk forward. Now that we're talking about the idea of a mysterious other person who's controlling the lights, I, I wanted to call him the Rat Man, and I just think Charlie Day is alive and scurrying around. <laughs> He's doing Charlie work. He's doing Charlie work! <laughs> I mean, Gendo is kind of like Dennis. <laughs> and yeah. Fuyutsuki is kind of like Mac. A little bit, yeah. We're on to something here. <laughs> I think we are. We don't really have a good... I don't, uh, I don't, we don't really have a D... I guess maybe a combination of Mari and Asuka is kind of like D, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, I think we can write this. We made this happen. Yeah, we got it. And then there's a mysterious Charlie character. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Toji um, is a uh, country Mac. Now we're talking. <laughs> now, we're, now we're fucking cooking. Yeah. And Fuyutsuki makes an interesting point here about how time cannot be reversed. And moving on, it seems like... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Shinji is starting to get you are, it. Right, about you're a Ray. slimy little bastard. You know that? <laughs> you do this so much. We know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I just like the. I, I put this down here. Shinji's starting to get it about Ray because Ray's not who she seems, but she ain't seeming too hard. Yeah. Is she? Mm-mm. She's not seeming. She's definitely not seeming. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. She is not seeming. <laughs> that was a different movie. Um. <laughs> God damn it. Um, There's something yeah, about so Ayanami. <laughs> like, she just never comes out and says, by the way, Shinji, I'm a clone of Ray Ayanami. I'm not the same one that you knew. Yeah. But she does everything but say that because she doesn't even know it herself, I don't think, right? Yeah. As we find out later on. 
Because if enough stuff, if enough crazy stuff in a row happens to either of you, and then you're talking to me, and I'm acting weird, and I'll and you say, oh yeah, you know, don't you like basketball? And I'm like, oh, does Seth like basketball? You'd probably piece it together yeah. that I'm not the one you know. Yeah. Shinji, it takes a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. It takes a hell of a lot more. If you were like, man, do I like Cloud9? I would cut your head off immediately. Yeah, you'd be like, oh god, this can't I'd be, be like, him. All right, who is this motherfucker? I swear, my brother's skin. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. Um, we have another, of course, classic Evangelion identity crisis. As Shinji goes through it for a minute. Yep. Fucking things flashing around him being scared. No, no big scream though. Like Ben mentioned, mm-hmm. we don't get a big scream, but he is, he is fucked up. And then we see the violent, messy birth of unit 13 mm. literally cesarean section cut out of this wound yeah it, it's weird and the blood just flies all over gendo and Fuyutsuki. and like guys who's washing the clothes <laughs> who's man in the showers charlie yeah charlie <laughs> charlie's in there charlie worked all I can picture is Gendo and Fuyutsuki taking a shower, like, like a, a communal men's shower, staring at one another across the room, <laughs> eyes never deviating from each other's eyes, just yeah. silent. <laughs> Fuyutsuki, Fuyutsuki tries to look away, and then Gendo's like, <laughs> back over here. Look into my cyber yeah. eyes, motherfucker. Right here, look at me. Everything is much funnier now that Standing it's, straight up. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> how he sleeps, too, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Oh yeah, we see unit, or we see Mark Nine has this incredibly dope scythe. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, we're skipping the Kaoru scene. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yes. So they have another incredibly gay scene <laughs> between Kaoru and Shinji, where Kaoru takes the choker and is like, "Hey, I'll take this burden, Shinji. Don't worry about it." Mm-hmm. And moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can do it yeah. too, motherfucker. I know. I'm happy. We're talking about the fourth impact now. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, which, God damn. Which, how does the math work where a near third impact happened, mm. but now we're skipping to the fourth? How does that work? What when, when does constitutes the third impact? I think every impact is a different, like, it's not about the fact that there's an impact happening. It's what is the intent of this impact? It's a different intent each time. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, we, we see this awesome scene where they, they get into the Ava. Wait, no. Oh, right, right. The, the, the double entry plug comes in, which is basically just two cocks touching. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. They are screwed into a larger man. <laughs> the largest man, one could say. A yeah, really, really big man, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I wrote this. Two bros sitting in the Ava, one foot apart because they are gay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh... But yes, we do see them descending down into the into Terminal Dogma again with Unit Zero with this fucking, like you said, dope scythe. The scythe is just, it's so big. It's awesome. And they, Remind me of Gundam Wing. Remember, remember that one, the sand rock that had the laser scythe? Yes. How fucking cool. When you were a fucking kid, there was nothing cooler than that fucking laser scythe. It's, like a, it's a lightsaber, but edgier. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> by the way this thinking about Gundam it reminds me of Transformers and I just have to throw this out there because 
I think, I mean, I love Transformers, like the old, the old shows and all that. Um, and I don't think I've ever mentioned this on a podcast or in real life to anybody. I think my only hero in the world, my only role model actually is Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only person I have ever really looked up to yeah. consistently. Yeah. And I just want to make that known I can't because re- I love Optimus Prime. I can't really think of any Optimus Prime controversies, really. <laughs> Ooh, how the part where he grabbed that one robot's head whoa, and said, whoa. give me your face! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, you know, we've forgiven him in the, the Autobot community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Michael Bay movies don't count. Yeah, no. Yeah. Think of all the good he's done for Cybertron. Exactly. <laughs> and think about the AllSpark. The AllSpark. I love how Shinji looks up at Ray and is like, "Why do we need her for?" Oh, yeah, ouch. Huh? Shinji, calm down. Yeah. Well, he's found the joys of being gay and no longer needs women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we totally skip the part where he sees a picture of Yui and is like, "Is this Ray?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Oh yeah, that like true. where he's like, "No, father said like every image of Yui, every picture has been destroyed." And Fuyuki's not, not this one. Bam. It's like, oh yeah. wow, okay. He's like, that's Ray. What are you talking about? That's just Ray. You trying to trick me? Why does her hair look like that? When did yeah. this happen? Did she go through a face? Did Charlie Photoshop this? <laughs> they also get a great, like, great hard ass line from Kaoru as her descending down the shaft. A lot of shaft talk, I want to say. A lot of shafts are being mentioned all throughout Ava. A lot of more gay imagery. Yeah. There's wow. they see all these like other Ava Ava's like like in the wall, and Kaoru says, Don't worry about them. They're the ones that failed to merge with the infinite. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Just throws that. Just I just love the amount of insane shit that just gets thrown around in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um And so when they reach ground zero of the third impact, um, we find out about the spear of Longinus and Cassius now. We got another spear floating around. Yeah, spear. They need to retrieve, and it takes two souls. The spear of Cassius Clay. It's also there. Yeah. Did you say so? Maybe, maybe it's uh. We need to go beyond two souls. I would not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point this out. Here's the part where I stop understanding things. Oh, all right. No. Even I okay. don't know what's happening anymore. Good, because this is when I when I had enough time to do a little bit of a rewatch. This is where I started the movie. Because this is also, because this is also where for me, like, even though the first hour isn't super clear for me, this is where I was really like, I don't, I can't even keep up with who is where anymore. So I did, I did rewatch this part. Didn't really clarify much for me, but I think I'm, I think I have a little better of an idea now. I was at, I was actually looking forward to the podcast so I could have you, Smith, explain this to me. <laughs> now it appears that we're all up shit creek without a paddle. Here's the one thing I do know. When Kaoru sees these two twin spears, they look exactly the same. He realizes that those spears are not the ones they're supposed to have. Those were actually made by Gendo. Mm-hmm. How Gendo did this or got them there in the 14 year span where apparently no one got close to this. Fuck me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do know that that is a fact. Yeah. But I cannot substantiate yeah. how it happens. Yeah. Because they're supposed to get these spears and then Kaoru's just like, that's not the spears. Mm-hmm. Movie still plays out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the the imagery here is very interesting. You see a lot of skulls, like very reminiscent of Terminator. Uh, and also like you see, like I'm assuming that's Lilith with everyone like slowly forming into it, I guess. Yeah. So I guess yeah. like it, it kind of, it just got caught off mid, uh, like 
mid human instrumentality where like those are all the souls that are already attached to it and there were going to be more but things went wrong and i don't know I, I that's the only way i was able to kind of make sense of all of it did you notice something about about the skulls though in particular uh no it's not well shown but those skulls are fucking massive oh yeah. they're like 15 feet in diameter those okay, are not yeah. regular those are evangelian skulls down there. oh yeah yeah which is a thing that I didn't see until like my second time watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Also, I don't know what this was in reference to at this point, but in my notes, I just wrote down the sentence: "Shinji really is an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get to that because Asuka shows up to save yep. the fucking day, yeah. and she has this. She has these dual blades now, mm-hmm. which is dope. Mm-hmm. Just fucking, just the coolest shit. The part where where she's fighting Unit Zero and Unit Zero gets gets sniped, and the scythe spins in the air it's just such a fucking it's just so dope mm-hmm. yeah it's cool because yeah you got mari up uh, mari just loves to sit uh, far away and snipe people that's her thing apparently. and she does it i'm not sure if you i'm sure this is a little intentional but she does it in a very vaginal way like she spreads her legs or i mean actually more i guess more like a, a in a penis way because she spreads her legs, has a huge gun in between her legs, and starts shooting down onto onto Ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is very, very genitalia coded. I think. Mm. Yeah. Quote quote from Seth. She does it in a very vaginal way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to use that in the future. Very vaginal. Yeah. That was yeah. very bad. Va- the word. <laughs> how very how very vaginal of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the word you're looking for, Seth, is yonic. Actually. I don't think it was. Yeah, phallic means penis-like, yonic means vagina-like. Uh, wow, didn't know that one. I, f- I learned a new word today. <laughs> what did you think I meant when I said yonic? I was thinking. I, what I was more implying was I wasn't looking for that word. I wanted oh. to say very vaginal of her, <laughs> gotcha, but gotcha. yes, got it. Because you got. Have you guys ever played Mass Effect? I've played the first. Yeah, I played. I know first three games. In the last one, they show. Like, you know how ships in, in sci-fi are generally shaped like penises? Just yeah. because of the way things are. They show the Asari, the all-female blue girl species. Their ships have a big concave opening right here they in the do. middle. And I was like, yes! The Yonic spaceship! It's here! <laughs> so we just, we just model stuff after our genitalia, really. Of, I guess, whatever is considered the predominant gender when all the stuff's being invented, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Imagine a Yonic gun. Hmm. I'm imagining it. So it's <laughs> so it sucks bullets into it, and then out, yeah, that's, uh, and then yeah, in, and make then out. Yeah, then yeah, in. it's like a little boomerang yeah. action. And Seth, I wrote down right here. By the way, just like you, I was like, guys, just please explain something to Shinji. Yeah, just yeah, but. Here's the thing. First of all, yes, they should explain stuff to him. But second of all, Shinji is fucking stupid. He, at this point, without much context, should realize he's on the wrong side of this. Yeah. But he doesn't, because he's fucking stupid. Just to point this out, Unit 13 fights with two balls. Mm -hmm. That is true. (laughs) This fucking weapon is two balls. I I don't know what else you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Also... From the moment that Kaoru finds out these aren't the right spears, he goes into an almost Gendo-like state yeah. of hands and hands now thinking, and Shinji is doing all the fighting alone in this two-person Ava. 
Because yeah. Kaoru has officially decided this isn't what's supposed to be happening, so I don't care about the situation anymore. Yeah, it's like he's looking away like he's embarrassed, like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. Shinji just is Shinji. Shinji, like you said, Seth, he wasn't stupid. He would look at Kaoru not doing anything and be like, now why is the guy who told me all this shit suddenly pausing? Yeah. Did I pause too? No. No. Just go for Keep it. Keep going. This is a test. We see the Giga Ray head. This is when Kaoru figures out that Gendo's done. He calls him the king of the Lillen. Mm. Yes. I wrote that down too. Which is a fucking badass title. Yeah. King of the Lillen, father of Shinji Ikari. Yep. Um, so Shinji, you know, he's trying to make his way to free the two spears because he's, mm. once again, an idiot. And they're fighting him. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I say when they're they're fighting him off, you know, Asuka's trying her best. Mari is doing um, covering fire. I'm forgetting what happens. She's ha- stun locking Unit Zero. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that that's she. So yeah, she's just Mari is just constantly shooting Unit Zero so that Ray can just never be part of the fight. I'm forgetting how the altercation with Unit O two ends and Unit Thirteen. I was gonna say she runs out of power. Yes. Yes, the classic Evangelion, no more juice. Yeah. And Shinji backhands her. <laughs> and what does she say? My, my favorite line of this whole movie. She says, how dare you hit a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I love her double standards. Mm-hmm. It's the best part of her character. Yeah, yeah. I love her. Yeah, it, it's the best. However, so if they have improved things, because she's not technically out of power, she's low. So she has time to get an extra battery thrown to her. So it's not quite as bad as it used to be, at least. Yeah. And so as Shinji's making his way up, getting these spears, Mari is like, I have a trump card. <laughs> Throws these two fucking cylinders down. Finds out he doesn't have an AT field, which is a bad thing in, in this yeah. in this case. Um, and Shinji's just like, I got two more arms, by the way, just sitting here. <laughs> fucking Yo. Exactly. It's like he just... Pull, pulls him off his chest. So now he can two-hand both spears to pull them out. He can, he can two-hand them. Yes. Really get in there and just two-hand both those shafts. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does get to do that. Otto was really on something when he made this, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. And what I love is when he grabs the spears, again, so extra. It's not these two arms grab this spear, these two grab this spear. The arms cross yeah. and grab the opposite spears. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everyone's like, no! And then, whoosh. Yeah. I did yes. it! <laughs> hey, hey guys, hey guys, guess what? You cannot redo. No. You cannot no. redo. Um, here's the question. Here's the question. When will you motherfuckers, not you guys, the people <laughs> in the story, learn, stop giving Shinji motivation to do things? Every time you've done this, it's gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop motivating this man. <laughs> yeah, stop telling him to not do stuff. Because yeah. everything you tell him not to do, he immediately does. Mm-hmm. Um, with a plum, I'll say. And so he frees these spears. Fucking Lilith explodes. And in classic Gendo fashion, the ray head explodes, rains an unmeasurable amount of blood on him, unfazed. Yeah. Looking forward, eyes on the prize, motivated, moisturized, <laughs> fucking going for going towards his goals. <laughs> Easy breezy yeah, I, cover I, girl. 
Yes. And we found out that it wasn't Lilith in there. It was nope. Unit 6. Oh, shoot. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. Which at the end of the last one is the one that speared Shinji. Yeah. So now it has spears in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The big. And I love that. Now you're the... probably going to say what I was about to say. I was, I was going to say I love the fact that Asuka's arm is now detachable and she puts on a fucking machine gun arm. <laughs> yep. New arms. <laughs> like Bruce Campbell. I love that Mari's role in these fights is support. She just throws things to Asuka mm-hmm. and just shoots people from afar. Yeah. And also is, is pounding energy drinks or something in her fucking cockpit, as you see later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like Norman Reedus in Death Stranding, just <laughs> drinking 10 monster <laughs> energies every hour. And, uh, yeah, the angel, the angel, it's, Unit 6 is an angel, by the way. It's the 12th Unit angel. Six, which never died. Yep. And then... As soon as we find out that it's the 12th angel, we just, Kaoru just once again drops, I'm the first angel and I fell to become the 13th now. I'm just like, that's how it works. You can, the number depends on when you die or how much you achieve. I'm so confused. Yeah, and just the fact that he's saying this is sitting right next to Shinji. Imagine you're on a bus or a plane and the person sitting right next to you just turns to you and says, I was the first angel. But now I've since fallen to the 13th angel. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Or they, you're sitting somebody on a bus and they're like, by the way, I cut the brakes. And then they just go back to what they were doing. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what the fuck do I do? Is this speed? Where's Keanu? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then we, we cut to all of a sudden Gendo and Poyutsuki are apparently killing Sele. Because yeah. those obelisks are not... That's them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't a Zoom call. This is they're they're just they're just pulling the little cylinders out, little batteries, yeah. and they're killing all the sailing guys. Yeah. And Gendo says we need to revisit the, the 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 deal we made with the Dead Sea Scrolls, which leads me to believe that in this continuity of Evangelion, the that Sailay are not people. They've been around since the beginning of everything in these obelisks, and we just found them. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Especially since they all have, like, a distinct uh, engraving on them. Each of them have, like, the the seven eyes and the snake and the apple. So that makes sense. That looks like something someone could have found. And I'm going to drop this on you boys right now. Uh-oh. All right, here's, here's what I think. I'm bracing here's for impact. End of Evangelion happened. This is the far future of that scenario. At the end of that fucking movie, Sele sails off into space in Unit 1's body. This takes place in that future where they came back to Earth and were found again and pulled out in the form of these obelisks that then became the founding principles of trying to do it again, but this time we'll get it right. This time we can redo. (laughs) Except... (laughs) can't it turns out um i just i don't know that's my theory because things are so crazy now yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. and i love it though if, if a, a couple minutes ago when i said i had kind of lost what was happening i've double lost after this after yeah. the sea lay stuff goes down I've, I've i've watched i've watched this last 15 minutes probably three times just because i rewound it when i first watched it and watched it again and i still am not i am just not quite there on everything that happens at this point mm-hmm. but it's wild i need to watch a video essay online where uh, with a guy with a slight lisp uh talking about it for 30 minutes or so 
specific yeah it just feels like almost every evangelium video i watch on youtube the guy has like some kind of like no offense like no like this is not in a mean way but it just seems like almost all evangelium videos i watch the person talking about it has some kind of like uh, speech defect and now listen then it's okay they haven't lost their trans yet one day they will yeah and it'll all be okay then. yeah and Sele is like, yeah, we're, we're cool with this, by the way. We're happy with, our, with this outcome. Yeah, we which is just weird. It's like, I'm almost like, are they actually happy? Or are they just like trying to turn an L into a W? Like, guess what? You're actually doing what we want. So kind of on you, dummy. We, we're, actually, we're actually winning right now, even though you're shutting us all down. And then what song starts to play as Unit 13 goes berserk? Oh. Um, Ode to Joy. Yeah. A song that I now associate with horrifi- horrifying things. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's original entrance theme in 1995-1996. Really? Yeah, he came out to some form of uh, Ode to Joy when he was the uh, like aristocrat from uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah, because yeah, he that used to be his whole thing was he was like a, a posh boy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Not to bring Triple H into this Evangelion discussion, like two things that I mean, how could you avoid it? Yeah, (laughs) two things that would probably never end up in the same room. Uh, No, no. Can you imagine them watching this show? (laughs) This this is watching Triple H, Stephanie, and the kids sitting down and watching Evangelion together. (laughs) Yeah, that Shinji's a cool cat. Uh, I like him. (laughs) (laughs) Which he's right. They do have great knockers. (laughs) To, to drive this conversation further from what's happening in the movie um we haven't discussed on this podcast yet the fact that wes anderson famous film director reviewed evangelion in some weird like japanese criterion collection closet mm-hmm. thing where he said that he watched it and it was an interesting show and he thinks that it could create a, a something like scientology that, that people could start to um to follow um which smith responded to with that's just called christianity <laughs> <laughs> yeah anna was like we take this crazy ass cult and make its mythology i guess <laughs> from base principles didn't he watch it with gwyneth paltrow and that what happened isn't that the story yeah that, that part hasn't been confirmed i think that's what that's the prevailing story, is that they watch it okay. together, because people originally thought that that review was Gwyneth Paltrow's review, yeah. which would just be amazing if that was something she had said. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's something he watched. So I can only imagine, if that's the case, that while filming the Royal Tenenbaums, after filming every night, they got together and watched Neogenesis Evangelion, which would oh be such an amazing timeline to be in. Dream blunt rotation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Shinji Ikari... That end of list. (laughs) (laughs) So do y'all like impacts? Because there's a fourth one happening. Guess what? Oh boy. Fourth one, just like the first. Mm -hmm. It's happening again. Mm -hmm. And Unit 13 awakens. And here we are. Mm -hmm. The black moon rises out of the ground Mm -hmm. for the first time. And we get to hear... As the as the failed Avas rise up, these horrifying screams mm-hmm. are yeah. coming out of them. Yeah, yeah, it's some fucked up stuff. Yeah. Do y'all remember at End of Evangelion when the human souls were were being instrumentalified? Yes, and they were moaning like they were having sex, mm-hmm. and now it screams. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is not a very pleasurable experience. And then my favorite part is that Unit 13 is like, yes, let's do it. It's happening. <laughs> and then, bam, the Wunder just slams into it. The Wunder is like making an HE field and Katsuragi is just like, there is nothing more important than stopping this right now. We will do whatever it takes to stop the fourth impact. And then it, then it gets fought by Unit Zero, the vessel of the atoms now, which is just has a halo. It's just, whoop, no, just boom, yeah. lasering. And it's just... Dist- destroying shit just mercilessly yeah. mm-hmm. which leads to something that we all, pretty much all saw coming after 2.22 asuka goes beast mode yes and we get to see unit o2 and asuka be in beast form literally the nine tail fox that's literally what this is yeah did you guys notice her eye patch during the yeah show? it also lit up yes what color blue Moving on, the uh, when at, she goes to the uh, the wonder to fight Unit Zero. Seth, your camera's messed up, so we can't see you right now. It's creating. It's like I feel like something bad is happening. Like the, like the third impact is occurring, and it's starting in North Carolina. There he is. Mm-hmm. Um, the co- the hypest shit in the world is that Unit Zero shoots a laser ball right at the Beast Mode Unit Two, and it catches it in its fucking mouth uh, and bites it apart. Uh, yeah. Which I didn't know that was possible. No, but hey, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Now that I know that's possible, it's like that, that's cool as fuck. What does it even say? This whole it's just so it's it's, it's like. Yeah, words fail me sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's like if somebody shot a bullet at you and you somehow alley ooped it into a basketball hoop. <laughs> like how? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that was something that could occur. <laughs> you catch it with your finger. You spin it. You spin it on your finger a little bit, and then you flick it. It's like someone tries to go for a fucking three pointer in the game, and you pull out a Glock and shoot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like you can do that? Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to. <laughs> But yeah, it's frowned upon. Yeah. The rule, the rules, rules master is like, yeah, that's totally legal. Yeah. I don't recall. About There's that. nothing in the rule book that it says anything about this. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't prepare for this. And then she's like, she like wraps herself around Unit Zero and is like talking some shit, I guess, to, to Ray. And, she, and Ray is like, what would Ray Ayanami do? And Asuka's like, the hell if I know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just do what you want. Because the whole time, whenever uh, uh, whenever Shinji would ask her, it's like, why haven't you why have you read the books? Or why have you done this or that? It's like, no one ordered me to. It wasn't an order. Yep. She hits the fucking eject button. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But apparently, not good enough. The Ava's still going without her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And so Oscar does the unimaginable and also uh, ejects and self-destructs Unit Two. Yeah, yep. I, which was that was intense for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, yeah. But I literally wrote down self-destruct. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it always comes back to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. How fucking dope was it when Unit 2 bites the head off of Unit 0, it grows a new fucking head, and it bites off Unit 2's head? (laughs) Yeah. Good shit. It's just insane. Mm -hmm. And so Kaoru and Shinji have a moment 
where basically what Calry tells Shinji is people can change. Mm-hmm. What his whole speech boils down to is people can and do change. And then he stops the impact by taking the spears and impaling their own Ava mm-hmm. yep. with them. Impales Unit 13. And then he fucking his head explodes. <laughs> I literally I, I, the collar yeah. comes around, shoots into the neck, and he's exploded. Yeah, like I, I literally went, "God damn, shit!" Yeah, that yeah. that was. When I rewatched it. I was my wife was on the couch, and I I, I tapped her on the shoulder. I'm like, "Hey, watch this part. Watch this part." <laughs> and he just goes. <laughs> so much blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Incredible amounts of boy. Yeah, this this scars our boy Shinji. He is uh he he is quite uh, with all the shit he's seen. This is what breaks him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still not over because the it's the impact that still happened. The doors of Guff have not closed. Mari has to jump onto the the mech and forcibly eject uh, Shinji's plug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, "At least save the princess." Mm. Which is referring to, of course, Kaoru, who's yeah. dead. <laughs> um, I thought they were referring to Mario. Oh, you're right. Oh shit, Mari, Mario. Coincidence? What? I think not. Ragey. <laughs> um, the black moon falls out of the sky. Of course, just a little bullet point in the list of stuff that happens in this movie. <laughs> Over. I'm. I. I'm not gonna be offended, but I, I'm pretty sure that's Mount Fuji. I'm like pretty sure because that's a very iconic Japanese mountain and it looks like mm-hmm. it. Sure, but I am also a naive guy, Jin. Yeah, I'm so. not a I'm not a geography expert. Mm-hmm. So we also see them rescuing uh, most of Unit Eight, which has missing yeah. its arms, and also Unit Two's torso and head survived mm. the self destruct explosion. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then Oscar. Bust Shinji out of his entry plug, mm-hmm. bullying him the whole time. Yeah, just like you stupid fucking idiot. Look at what happened. Everything is red. By the way, <laughs> you did this. This is your and then fault. She's like, she storms off like she's gonna leave him, and then she's like, "God fucking damn it! I gotta, I gotta get this motherfucker." He's my responsibility now. Yeah. Do you think that she likes the fact that everything's red now, or she hates it because it takes away some some of her, her being special? Because she's the red. I one. think the second. I one. think it's the second. Yeah. Yeah. Also, idiot Shinji did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as she pulls him out, idiot Shinji drops his cassette player. Mm-hmm. Ray Ayanami takes a look at it, and then everyone's uh, one's walking out. Mm-hmm. I love, by the way, that she makes him carry the bag, and it's not yes. even that big of a bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's literally like a fanny pack. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just throwing extra shit on him. He just watched his lover, he just watched his lover's head get blown off. Like, he's going through it. It's like, take the shit. Come on. But I like how at the end here, we got the original three back together. The OG crew. Yep. Yep. Which I think is obviously very intentional going into the final movie Mm -hmm. that we got the, the originals back together. And yeah, there's no fucking <clears throat> post credits thing. This is just it. Well, there is the trailer for the oh, next yeah. movie, which it's not. Much, it's not really a trailer. It, mo- it looks more like an animation yeah. test than anything. Which, just by the way, is like it's two Avas fused together, like lengthwise. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just two and eight. Yes, yeah, two and eight, and they're just fucking chopping through 
a bunch of motherfuckers. Mm. And that's just the whole thing. They're just like, will it happen? Is this going to be what, what goes on? See you next time on Evangelion. Which, once again, the energy of those final little trailers is so funny and how it contrasts from the rest of everything else. Mm. Yeah. Did you hear they called that thing, by the way? That Ava? No. They called it Unit 8 plus 2. Oh, of course. That's cool. <laughs> of course I would fucking yeah. do that. Yeah. And yeah, the movie ends, which by the way is not what was supposed to happen. This is this is this is production troubles right here. So this is this is basically half the movie they wanted to make. Because again, this was be the final movie. And as they were making it, they were like, we can't fit all this shit into one movie. It will be five hours long. So we yeah. gotta make another mm. one. Evangelion having production troubles? <laughs> what? What a thought. I love that it's, ca- it's called Evangelion Theatrical Version. Mm. Yeah. It's just a great, great title. Yeah. Because this one was going to be called Q, by the way. I saw some posters, and I saw some posters, like, with the Q, like, emphasized in it. There was no more, there was not going to be any more, you can, whatever, nope, just, even, you're going to get, you can, what is it, you are not alone, you could not advance, Q. Which is great, because... At this point, they should have done that because the third one or the fourth one is called Thrice Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They already, they give up at the fourth one. What you call giving up, I call trolling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's true. I, th- I think it's great to just, don't get me wrong, but it is funny that they decided to change this one. Mm-hmm. So boys, I wanted to kind of like change things up a little bit here at the end. I want to ask okay. you, um, I want everyone to say, what was your favorite thing about the movie? What was your least favorite thing about the movie? Okay. So we'll, start with, we'll start with Seth. All right. My favorite thing about the favorite movie. Thing. My favorite thing about the movie, um, aside from probably the music, which I think is just very, very consistent, is that very, that very final scene with Kaoru when his head explodes. Like all the stuff that he says right there and the stuff that what it, how I hope that it will resonate with Shinji and then the, his, his ultimate demise uh, coupled with him stabbing the spears in a unit 13. That's just all cool. Even though I'm still very hazy on all the rest of the stuff that happens around it. That's all cool. Um, my least favorite thing. Well, hold on. Let's go, let's go to this. Ben, now your favorite. Thing. There we go. Uh, my favorite uh, thing was uh, the scene with Ibuki in it. Just knowing that she is uh, that she is still alive and she is thriving uh, makes me real happy. Uh, no, my 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 favorite my favorite thing is uh well like the music is always the music is always uh, captivating. It's yeah. always great. Uh, it would probably be like that final scene, even though. It's also probably my negative as well. Just like the final scene, just like just the action in general in this one specifically. It's just the animation is gorgeous. And we've said it many times. You can see the money on screen. They put a lot into it. Like there, there's more action in this one movie than I would dare say throughout the entire original series. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I really enjoy that. You, you had the show to focus on the real emotional bits. And now you have the movies for spectacle. And I really appreciate that they're leaning into the spectacle and while still getting that character depth in there as well. Yeah, I think my favorite thing is the part where they're powering up the, the Wunder to fly it for the first time. And it's the classic techno babble. Mm-hmm. Do this, do that. Open the fucking things. Ignore the condensers. We don't care. Direct all energy to the flywheel. <laughs> Shit's exploding and it's on fire. And it's just 
all this gorgeous animation is happening and we just see, I just love the idea of all these people coming together and applying their technical skill to make this crazy fucking thing happen yeah. on the spur of the moment. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. I love it. The music, the animation, it's so good in that one scene. It's all, the movie's, all the movie's good. I love it. But the, the Wunder being powered up is for me, bar none, my favorite part of the movie. Um, my least favorite part, I have one least favorite part that is it completely makes sense in the movie, so it doesn't. It's not actually a problem with the movie, but I just don't. I don't like that we don't get old school Katsuragi. You know, mm -hmm. she's changed now. I like. You know, I really like Katsuragi's character from the other movies and show. So I, did, I really, I just missed having her around. My actual, my least favorite thing that you know is just that maybe more valid is the lack of clarity in the final like thirty minutes, where I'm truly just like I don't know if I completely understand what is going on and what this implies for the next movie going forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Like it's just, even with the original series, there were some parts that I had to rewatch, but after a couple of rewatches, I got it. I feel like I could rewatch this, this ending like three times and I still wouldn't quite understand what is happening. And like, even the, the battle at the beginning, I was just so overwhelmed uh, with everything that was going on and all the new information that was that I was receiving, that it made it hard to concentrate and focus on and look for little things, you know, because I was just too yeah. busy trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And on top of that, this is the shortest movie in the entire Rebuild saga. So, yes, and then if we could have added like an extra four minutes just for some I'm not asking for someone to hold my hand through the movie. I'm not asking for like a cabin in the woods situation where Sigourney Weaver comes out at the end and explains the whole thing for us. I just I feel like maybe slow some things down for just a second so I can so I can read and breathe, you know. Yeah, but yeah, that, no, no time for that. They ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. And I will say that all the stuff me and Ben just mentioned, I think I think it's intentional. I think the fact that this is the shortest movie and the fact that there's so much new stuff thrown out at us is, I mean, obviously there's production delays, but I think the reason they cut the movie this way is a little intentional to kind of just show us all the new shit that's happening. Um, but yeah, I, I was overwhelmed and doesn't mean I have to like it just because it's intentional. But I do I do believe that was part of the, the plan for this movie. I think that uh, conversely to you, Ben, I would want some more meat in the beginning of the mm -hmm. film, post Shinji getting on to the Wunder before the attack. Yes. I need, like, give me 15 minutes of character development on these people in this yeah. bridge and just really get me in these characters a little bit. You know, like, who are they? What are they doing here? We see two people from before we know of, of the goon squad or yeah. whatever. But, like, just give me give me some more meat on that on that end of the bone. You know? That's, that's what yeah, I Yeah, they were kind of acting like that one lady with the, that one short lady with the pink hair. They, they've acted like she's been here the whole time. And I don't even think I know her name or like what her deal is. Uh, you know, just maybe, yeah, some introductions just going around and saying, hey, who are you? Who are you? And, you know, I want, I want to, I want more Ibuki. I think it would be cool to know how she got to her current position and, just how she's been, you know, because I've been worried about her. Ben wants a whole Ibuki miniseries. I, yeah, I, th I th the Ibuki show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's some potential there. I really do. Hey, guys, you know who's missing in that whole thing? Hugo. Oh, yeah. Who? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the, the tall guy yeah. is there. He's got, he's got a little fucking... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, where is that guy? Yeah, what happened yeah. to Hugo? 
So yeah, that's what I would want. Just give me a little meat on this end of the, on the bones so I can see some more of these characters because they're obviously important. They all clearly have... The, the, the Moon does a good job of showing their their relationships with one another pretty easily, but I, as the viewer, don't have any sort of context for their existence, I guess we should yeah. say. You know? So just give me some more of that, you know? Again, TV show easier, have time to put stuff on this here. So. Yeah. So that's my, that's my one last favorite part, I think. All right, boys. Well, is that a, is that our review? I think that's it for this movie. We only have one left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Evangelion, and it's going to answer all of our questions, and we're going to be completely satisfied with all the stuff that happens. I'm kinda, sure of it. Kind, I mean, kind of. If y'all want some character development, you're going to get a lot of character development in this next movie. It's going to take its time. Which oh, I'll good. Love. I hope so. It's two and a half hours, so I would hope so. I'm not gonna lie to you. I that movie is riveting from start to even the slow parts. I am riveted by because the animation is so gorgeous in the slow parts. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited. Well, I'm gonna hop off and watch it now. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> nice. Well, maybe not now. It's 9 p.m. Yeah, Ben's bedtime was about an hour ago. Yeah, so yeah. I'm very sleepy. He's just been sputtering for the past hour. I don't even know. I don't even know if this is real right now. To be honest with y'all. <laughs> Fucking better. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> did I hit record? I did. I did. By the way, I did. Okay, I'll that would be that amazing. <laughs> shit myself. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Illennials Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find the stuff that I write about movies and television on Instinct-Shatter.io. Uh, you can find me on almost any social media at the Bim Powell. Uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Bim Powell, whenever I feel like streaming again. We'll see. Who knows? That could happen anytime. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. You can uh, you can open the doors of a guff, but it's a lot harder to close them. Uh, fuck. Nerve. Classic. Yeah. Simple. Uh, we have stopped trying to, uh, raise the black moon and now we are trying to clean up the remnants of it. And from the meteorite that destroyed the dinosaurs all the way to the fourth impact, this has been the Elitist Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Bye.